Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. That is right. You are listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Folks, you can email me your thoughts, questions, opinions, feedback. Make it count. (laughs) They usually do. Occasionally I get emails that I think, that is what someone decided to write to me and take their time to do. But that is so rare because... I know that you follow this stuff very closely, and I get a lot of actually very good emails. Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. Adoration and praise also accepted at that email. Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. I owe you a a bit of an explanation. I've been out here unexpectedly, I think. Uh, I I say that because um, with doing what we do, and I don't know. I'll try to explain. I, I feel like I owe you an explanation without getting into the weeds on it but um you know we are a self-syndicated program and we truly started the the show and i've i've said this before and i um, i just i feel as though i am um i'm a conservative christian this is something that i have prayed a lot about and and that's just something I feel like I should do. We started this program in a closet, actually uh, in our bedroom, in my wife's closet. I got to be careful how I say that. I usually say my wife's bedroom closet, which makes it sound like we don't share a bedroom. That is not <laughs> that is not true. Although it is her bedroom closet, it's just that we have the same bedroom just her closet. Started the program there in 2015 um, and we've been blessed and to have opportunities like this to be on the radio uh, 95.9, a.m. It's simulcast on a.m. as well. For those who may be outside of Metro Indy, the signal's a little bit better um, the further you get out of Indy on a.m., but if you're in the the, the heart of the the territory, 95.9 FM is a, a strong signal as well. But anyway, um, whenever you start from from scratch, you know we're not uh, employed by the station or anything like that. So we navigate these challenges and the growth as we um, as we do it ourselves, basically. And there's been a few times, and I can see it coming. That's why I pause to say it was unexpected because it is unexpected. It's just not completely surprising. It's just there's sometimes so many things to do that I just, I can't sometimes. And I feel bad to say that to you because we work really hard around here. You know, we work more than just the uh, the time we're on the radio. Some folks say think that, you know, you jump on here and you talk and then you shut it down and go golf the rest of the day. In fact, I was actually for the first time in about two years was going to golf yesterday. Of course, it was terrible weather and that didn't happen, but that's okay. Um, 
more about that as as time comes along when the weather weather changes we may have some golf passes for some of you here in this audience uh, with buffer park golf course on the south side of indy but anyway um i just feel like i need to to say that and I, i do apologize for not being here um just it, it, it happens from time to time. So um, there you go. If any, I guess I'll also add, and I, I went back and forth on this, but um, if anyone is, if you're interested in, uh, you know, being a part of what we, what we do, we're actually looking for um, a couple of, of things here at the program. Um, and I'll, you can email, you can email me and tell me that as well. Todd at ToddHubShow.com as we continue to try to reach more folks and uh, navigate navigate these uh, these things that happen just in the course of, of delivering this program and trying to do more uh, for the listeners. So anyway, I owe that to you up front. That should be, hopefully that suffices. So I want to start here today. I want to start here today. There's a couple things that grabbed my attention. Um as I was doing show prep here for uh, this morning. And I think I actually want to start. Yeah, I know Biden's out there calling Kamala Harris president, <laughs> President Harris. He actually pauses when he says it. It's almost like he knows that wasn't right. But for some reason, it felt like it's something that we talk about behind closed doors. So I know that that's going on out there. We've got this whole filibuster issue Uh, that I really want to get to as well. We've got Rand Paul versus Dr. Fauci and this insatiable desire to wear masks even after vaccination. I don't know if the the Democrats know this, the media knows this, but Rand Paul is a doctor as well. So it's not like he's just some hayseed hick just because he's from Kentucky. I know that's what the left thinks. This guy's from Kentucky. He doesn't know anything because they think basically everything from – Pretty much the left coast to the to the right coast. That is, of course, flyover country. That's in the left's mind, where a bunch of again idiots, morons, and Republicans find themselves, which are synonymous to the left. But anyway, we've got that going on as well. But I want to start here. I got Jin Saki telling Americans that it's President Trump's fault when an Asian American gets attacked because he calls it the China virus. I just, just the the ridiculous superficiality and stupidity is sometimes a lot to to swallow. But I actually want to start here with something else. I want to start. I want to start here by talking about Don Lemon, who's one of uh, candidly one of my favorite things to talk about because it entertains me so much. The things that this guy says, the views that this guy has, um, he's kind of. He and tough guy Chris Cuomo are, are pretty much, in my mind, uh, the two primary spokespeople. I guess you could throw Wolf Blitzer in there. But kind of, the, in some ways, the, the face, the, the, the mouthpiece, of, if, you, uh, if you will, of CNN. So this guy was, and, and this is of interest to me because, A, I'm a... Uh, you know, we talk about Christian or religious issues on here sometimes. I'm a Christian, as I've shared. And, but B, we're getting close to the time of, of Easter, right? I mean, we're just a couple of weeks out from from Easter. We've got Palm Sunday coming up 
here in the not too distant future. And so, um, Don Lemon, Don Lemon is on The View. Don Lemon is on The View, which, as you know, is one of my favorite <laughs> favorite programs. I'm kidding, of course. But Don Lemon's on there, and he's talking about, um, of course, they're talking about race. And Don Lemon brings God into this, brings Jesus into this, and he starts talking about the race of Jesus, Jesus being black or brown, and all this sort of stuff. And I want you to hear this. I, the infatuation with this is just not a healthy thing. I mean, if we want to have a country, and I know you and I do, we want to have a country where, you know what, whatever these identifiers are, your race, your gender, ethnicity, your um, whatever it is, we want to treat you like a human being. You may engage in behavior or have beliefs that we disagree with, and we will reserve the right to disagree. We don't feel the need to see you, you know, in the office or in the neighborhood or in our house. We don't feel the need to just bring it up out of nowhere, something that we disagree with you on and have some sort of a fight. We don't need to cancel you. We don't need to attack you. We don't need to make it the focal point of everything that happens from the moment we learn about something we disagree about from that moment on. We don't need to do that. For some reason, they do need to do that. For some reason, if they find the folks on the radical left is who I'm speaking about, if they find something in your life that they disagree with, they need you to change it. They need you to be exposed for it. And it could be anything. It could be anything from maybe you're a Christian. Maybe you believe in traditional American values. Maybe you believe that marriage is between a man and a woman. Maybe you believe that reparations are a bad idea. Maybe you believe that abortion is the termination of a human life. Maybe you believe that, I mean, that guns are used to uh, actually do a lot of good things by protecting people from evildoers and lawbreakers, people that intend to cause them harm. Maybe you believe that free speech is a good thing and that the free exchange of ideas is how we actually expose truth and come to uh, come to accept truth. The best way to, to have you know people accept the truth is to have people be able to hear and evaluate different perspectives versus shutting one side up. Folks, we're off we're off YouTube currently, and I've told I've told folks you've heard me say this for some time. If you don't want to be disconnected and you only follow me on YouTube, and they won't hear me say this today, but this goes for, for you that listen on other platforms as well, whether that's Twitter, whether that's Facebook, whether that is – I mean the radio is not – if the radio goes away, folks, we've got major problems. If talk radio is shut down, and they always are looking for ways to, to do that. But talk radio, listening, if you're listening on the FM or AM dial, that's a good place to listen. If you're listening on our website, it's a good place to listen. If you're downloading the podcast uh, right now, that's a good place to listen. If you're signed up for the email, that's a good way to stay in touch with us, toddhuffshow.com slash subscribe. Or download the podcast, toddhuffshow.com slash podcast. 
Freedom 95, but there are uh, 95.9 FM, 950 AM. Those are good places to consume and listen to this program and to stay connected with us. But if you believe that differing ideas should be able to use platforms, as these folks say, and that, that's the thing too. The, these social media platforms, they want to have it, they want to have it both ways. They want to have it both ways. They want you to think that they're a place where there's the free exchange of ideas, but they're out there looking to stop the spread of false information when really what they're looking to do is stop the spread of ideas that are contrary to that to those that they agree with, which are of course radical leftist ideology. I make no I, I have zero desire uh, or obligation to defend anything that YouTube has said violates their stupid terms of service. Their terms of service literally should say, if you're a conservative and something you say offends us or makes someone in the cancel culture upset, we will take you down. That is really what their terms of service should say because that is how that is how they function. We've seen the same thing at, at YouTube as well. Anyway, we don't feel the need to do that in return, right? And so – but for the left, that's how every everything is identity politics and then – Everything is cancel culture. So there used to be a time when, say, Martin Luther King Jr. would say that he had a dream that people could get along and people would look at the content of one's character instead of simply one's skin color. Or it doesn't have to just be skin color, some other identifier, which there have been atrocious that there has been an atrocious treatment of people with, uh, with, with the skin color, darker skin colors in this country's history, and that is unacceptable, and I'm glad that that's changed. But now it's as though we're embracing – we're literally embracing racism to promote an ideology. We're not, but the media and the left is doing precisely the opposite of what Dr. Martin Luther King preached when he was doing that in the 60s. Fantastic stuff. And I don't want to get into I – mean, we've talked briefly before about some of the allegations. If Dr. Martin Luther King was talking um, today or you know, insofar as if, if they found out he was uh, – you know, if, if – I don't know if there was some conservative ideology or something that um, – you know, that, that – whatever Dr. Martin Luther King was was found to be a conservative or whatever the case may be, they would definitely point out some of these things in his past to take him to take him down, these allegations. That's how they do it. That's not how we do it though. We look at the ideas, we talk about them. And so anyway, I want to get to this soundbite of Don Lemon after the break, talking about how we need to reevaluate Jesus and the Bible and God and make sure that we properly understand his identity because identity is everything for the left. They see the entire world through through the color of our skin, through our ethnicity and things like that. And that is my friend not I'm not saying there can't be cultural differences. I think it's good that people, you know, embrace and and pass along cultural things and so forth. But the, the, the notion, the notion that that is, that we are so different and we're locked into that group and that 
you know, this group is is at some point better than another. That's exactly what happened in this nation when, you know, with, with say, white supremacy, whatever they think is, is happening there. And throughout history, uh, when you look at the history of slavery in this country, and it's, it's reprehensible. Let's just be people. And you bring God into it, it goes to show just how little you understand about our creator God and how little that matters to him because he loves us all the same. Quick timeout is in order. I'll play that soundbite after the break. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I am your host, Todd Huff. Back here in, back here in just a minute. Welcome back. So, all right, we've got this Don Lemon soundbite. I dissected it. By the way, I should tell you that this program is brought to you in part, brought to you in part by our friends at Shepherd Community Center. In fact, I'll be speaking with Jay Height, the executive director of Shepherd Community, next week. And we hear from Jay once a month talking about uh, the, the 10, one of the 10 assets that he and his organization used to combat poverty, to break that cycle of poverty. And for those that you encounter on the streets, and I'm not pulling Shepard into the politics here, so don't, this is me talking. But for those out there who say that conservatism doesn't care about people who don't have, you know, financial means or who are struggling financially, it's everybody for himself. For those who act like there's no compassionate side to conservatism, which there is, which there is. Some uh, some don't care about it, but that's because of personal decisions, but most, the vast majority do. In fact, conservative people are very giving people, um, as, as studies have shown. But what Jay is doing and his team are doing, I'm, I'm literally, I'm, I'm, I'm really impressed by what they do. I hope that you know I sincerely mean that because what they are doing is infinitely better than what we have when government gets involved. So that's me talking, not Jay. Don't pull Jay into politics. Shepherdcommunity.org is the website if you want to get involved there and help out. If you're looking for an organization to financially support or to volunteer with, I got to tell you, this is uh, this is one at the very top of the list for me, and I admire them greatly. Shepherdcommunity.org. Or you can call if you're local here, 317 375 Three. They're on the near east side of Indianapolis on Washington Street. Anyway, let's get back to to Don Lemon here. Let's get back to Don Lemon focused on the the race of of Jesus. He says this is a good starting or I guess starting point for us racist white Christians. He didn't say that. He does, you know, <laughs> because this is really what the whole um, if you listen to a conglomeration of things Don Lemon has said, it's what he thinks about a lot of people, a lot of Christians. And it's just unfair. A lot of white folks, especially folks in flyover country, um, middle America. But if it's, – it's just that – I just want you to listen to this, and we'll talk about this after, after he says it. It's about a minute long. This is Don Lemon trying to explain how we – heal racial wounds, and he decides to bring Jesus into it. Here you go. 
me do that again. Bear with me here. Let me just listen to this during the break. Literally just did. Let's try this again. Don Lemon telling us how we, telling the view and the audience of the view how we heal racial wounds in this nation. We also have to start uh, being realistic about God and the Bible. And if you are a person of faith in this country, and, and you, we know America is built on faith and religious freedom, then we have to, I think, a good way of starting is to present the true identity of Jesus. And that is as a black or a brown person, rather than someone who looks like a white hippie from uh, Sweden or Norway. And I think we should start with a true depiction of what Jesus looked like and put that in your home, either a black Jesus or a brown Jesus, um, because we knew Jesus looked more like a Muslim or someone who was dark rather than someone who was blonde, uh, a blonde-looking carpenter. And then when your children ask you, who is this? This is Jesus. Jesus was Middle Eastern. Bethlehem was not in, in, in Sweden. And so Jesus does not look like the um, popular depiction that we have in our churches uh, and in our homes and that we see all over the media. And I think that is a good place to start. And that is a good place that your kids will ask questions and then you can go from there. And then we can then we can come to a true reality about what America really is. Okay. You get the idea. Don Lemon, I don't know if he thinks this should be legislation. First of all, I'm amazed that Don Lemon believes that this nation was founded upon religion and religious liberty. I don't know if he meant to say that, but congratulations, Don Lemon, for stumbling into to some truth there. This nation was founded on religious liberty. In fact, this nation... The the founders and their faith were so were a major, incredibly influential factor in the formation of this nation. They didn't want to create a theocracy where people had to believe. They definitely did not want to create a a state church to say that you you know the church was run by the state. They definitely didn't want to do that, but. There's another half of the First Amendment to the Freedom of Religion Clause, the Free Exercise Clause, that says Congress shall respect, uh, respect no establishment of religion or prohibit the free exercise thereof. They understood what religious liberty meant. They understood what it meant to not be able to really have that, to have pressures placed upon the conscience of an individual. So I'm, I'm a applaud Don Lemon for accidentally saying that. he was That was something he just wanted to get through quickly to use it to say, we need to put pictures in our homes. Americans do. Again, given the way that liberals look at things, it almost makes me wonder if he's calling for there to be legislation that says every American home needs to have a picture in it of a, as he puts it, brown or white, or excuse me, no, 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 brown or black Jesus, which first of all, folks, Jesus wasn't white. Jesus doesn't, it it is, I don't get offended. I really don't. But it is, I can understand how someone will get offended with how stupid this is. Jesus, the the, the race and the the, uh, ethnicity of Jesus, the, the reason that it, I guess, mattered biblically was because it was a promise made to Abraham, right, that this, that the Savior would come through his descendants. And Abraham's descendants were uh, people that had 
Well, that looked like Abraham. That's the that's how it ma- it, it it's it matters in the sense that that was the fulfillment of the promise and what God's intention was uh, to work through the lineage. But it wasn't about race. It wasn't about you know him being Jesus wasn't black and he wasn't white. Don't know why he's referring to Jesus as a Norway hippie. Does does Norway is, is Norway known for hippies? I don't know. I mean, when I think of hippies, I think of Woodstock. Right? He had to throw Norway in there because Norway's a far northern white country. Remember uh what's the the character? Oh, he was married to uh Oswald was Mariah Carey's husband, the younger guy. Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. There you go. Thanks, Oz. Oz will keep me updated on all things pop culture, but Remember Nick Cannon a year, I don't know, a year maybe so ago, where he talked about how um, the melanated people actually had compassion. I forget what it, what it all was, but basically uh, the people who moved to places like Norway and Sweden uh, were just not as developed. They were they didn't have the ability to, to care. I don't I forget what he said, but basically smarter, more developed people were had more melanin in their skin and stupid, weaker, pathetic human beings had less melanin in their skin. So I think Don Lemon and Nick Cannon might be in agreement about this. But Jesus, if you if you look to Jesus and you only say, what color is he? Um, and then if he's, I guess if he's my color, he loves me more. Is that where this is? I don't, I don't even understand the necessity for this because especially as we enter this Easter season, if you read the New Testament... It does. It's not an issue. It doesn't come up. What comes up is what Jesus came to do, right? That's that's what comes up. I and the Father are one. He says, "I come to do His will." Right? You're going to tear this temple down in three days. It'll be rebuilt. He was crucified, folks, for saying he was God. That's what was hung over his head. Anyway, here's the King of the Jews, mockingly wasn't because he was a certain race or any of that. What mattered was the message. And that message is that he died for all people, regardless of their color. And you don't need to hang a white picture of Jesus, a black picture of Jesus, or whatever, to accept that that truth. It's just it I it just the fascination and the and I understand, look, this country has racial racial wounds. It, it does. But it is being is not being healed by the left. It is being exasperated by the left. It is being used as a you know as a wedge of division. When we have Matt Lamb on here from the College Fix, we talk about some of these things happening on college campuses. We talk about how there's you know certain spaces where only certain racial or ethnic groups can can gather. What is this? It's truly it's segregation is what's happening. You can ask the groups, as they are segregated, do you believe in segre- segregational policies? And they'll say how terrible they are as they have segregated themselves from the rest of the college population. It is – this stuff is – it's dangerous. It's silly. It doesn't address the real issue, and it, and it stokes these, these feelings and these – the emotions of race much more than it ever comes close to remotely trying to heal them. So I wanted to share that. This is something important to me, especially at all times. But now as we're entering into this this Easter season, folks need to, I guess, have their 
perspectives sometimes recalibrated. And I hope I hope Don Lemon's able to see past the fact of whatever Jesus really looked like, that that's not anywhere near that that's not important. It just it just isn't. That's not the message of Jesus. If you get caught on these superficialities, if you get stuck on these identifiers and want to play identity politics or identity faith, I guess even, you're going to miss the entire boat, miss the entire picture. Whatever his race, he came to set your race and my race free. Quick time out. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. Welcome back. I want to get to a couple of other things too. And I'll say in, in closing there, God God loves Don Lemon. I just wonder if Don Lemon knows that God loves everyone in, in this audience as well. I hope he does. Sometimes the things that he says makes me wonder that. Anyway, I want to shift gears here. Joe Biden, good old Joe Biden. This is, you know, what are we... Uh, eight, eight weeks, nine weeks. I don't know. I haven't counted here recently into the reign of, of Joe Biden, right? We had President Trump at the helm before, and we were a millisecond away. This is how the left phrases it or frames it anyway. We were a millisecond away from nuclear war. Trump had... The codes. Remember, Nancy Pelosi wanted to take the codes from Trump, talking to the general. Remember all this stuff? And we were just trying to survive. We were trying to survive uh, from a totalitarian dictatorship. Remember that? Remember four years of that? Russian collusion, um, nonsensical drivel. That's what we had. Trump was trying to kill people's families and all just all kinds of stuff. And then we had an election, and all of that was changed. All of that in the blink of an eye, in the snap of a finger, Joe Biden came riding in on a white horse to fix everything. Everything, right? Everything would be fixed. Suddenly we had a vaccine, which apparently we didn't have a vaccine before uh, Biden was president, even though we did, because Biden himself got it. And this isn't an endorsement of the vaccine or any. I'm just saying this is just we didn't have those things. And apparently, if you listen to the left. So they're out there trying to talk about just how much Biden's already helped us. Well, I tell you what we didn't have. We didn't have a border crisis with President Trump, although that's what we're being told. President Trump caused the border crisis, which is absurd and ridiculous. Um. We actually have an unmitigated disaster in the White House right now. If you look at some of these pieces of legislation, what they're trying to do, and I've hinted at and touched on the filibuster as well, the removal of that. The removal of that. They're having a hearing on the Equality Act. This is one of my favorite things. They're having a hearing on the Equality Act, but they don't even want to give Republicans the right to call an equal number of witnesses to testify as they get to, as they get to I, I saw that in a I forget where I saw that. I'll we'll maybe talk about that here between now and the end of the program. But this is Biden yesterday. I think it was yesterday. In a speech, 
Of course, with the teleprompter, still hasn't talked to the media. Had a press conference because of stuff like this. Biden thinks, I don't know what Biden thinks he is. He is president. This is term number three of the O'Biden-Bama administration. It's not the O'Biden-Bama-Harris administration or the Biden-Harris, or excuse me, the Obama-Harris administration. It is the O'Biden-Bama administration, and then Harris is supposed to be the vice president. But Biden, Biden's convinced she's the president. At least that's what he said yesterday. Listen to this sound, Biden. Tell you what, this has happened now. Both times that I try to do this, here we go. Fairness and equity. This is really important because we believe that speed and efficiency must be matched with fairness and equity. Now, when President Harris and I took uh, a virtual tour of a vaccination center in Arizona, not long ago. President Harris. One of the nurses on that, on that tour, injecting people, giving vaccinations, said that each shot was like administering a dose of hope. So, again, I understand. I say a lot of words in a day. Biden says not nearly as many as Trump, but he speaks, he speaks a lot. I understand. But this, this is becoming a theme. President Harris. Remember he introduced her before as President Harris. President Harris was announced on the campaign trail as the next president of the United States. There's talk. You know, one of the main things Republicans – well, it's up there amongst the main things Republicans talked about was this isn't really who the Democrats are electing. This is a guy who's really just a figurehead. he's, He's like the Queen of England. We don't really know what this guy is doing. There's other people that are running the show that we're really voting for, and he's just kind of running as the antithesis to Donald J. Trump, which is what he did. This is why he hid in his basement and all that stuff. So Republicans have talked about, hey, this guy's not going to finish four years. Biden said during the campaign he's only a one-term president. I don't know if he's changed that or not now. Nonetheless... Nonetheless, this is why. This is why they don't want the guy speaking. Can you imagine Trump ever calling Pence President Pence? I just, I can't even. Some would say, if nothing else, just for the ego factor there. But anyway, timeout is in order. Oz is dutifully telling me that she is correct. I need to take a break. Sit tight. Be back here. Be back here in just a minute. Welcome back. By the way, <clears throat> excuse me, programming uh, brought to you in part by our friends at Citizens Bank here in central Indiana. Multiple branches on the city's southwest and west sides in Hendricks County, Morgan County. They're right up. I don't know if they're technically in Johnson County, but they're right there um, in that uh, on the south side as well. Um but Citizens Bank is a uh, has has been a um, help bring this program to you. And if you're looking to support advertisers, which again we try to 
We, we try to connect folks and we want to build a community here. We want to fight back against, against this cancel culture. So if you're looking to, uh, for a bank, you're looking for lending, you're looking for a place to, uh, partner with a local bank, not a huge, you know, conglomeration that's run from, um, outside of this part of the country. If you're looking for a local bank, Citizens Bank may be a great fit for you. Visit citizens-banking.com for more information, or you can call them here locally. The local branch is 317-996-2250. Be sure to tell them that Todd sent you. So I want to reference this really quickly here as we're uh, getting towards the end of the the program today i want to talk about this and i mentioned it last segment democrats refuse this is in the daily caller i couldn't uh, think of it on the fly but the democrats refuse to give republicans equal witnesses i tell you this is the sort of stuff that just entertains me to no end they refuse to give republicans equal witnesses for the equality act hearing um Democrats on the Senate Judiciary Committee refused to give Republicans an equal number of witnesses for Tuesday's hearing on the Equality Act, meaning the minority was unable to counter testimony from a transgender teenager, a Republican committee aide confirmed to the Daily Caller. So you are talking about the Equality Act, but you refuse to give the minority party an equal equal voice. Is that... Is that not slightly hypocritical? Does that not really expose the true desire of the left? It's all about equality until they're in charge, and then it's shut you up if you don't agree with them. That's what it's about. But the Equality Act doesn't have equal number of witnesses called by both parties. This, this to me, is a perfect illustration of the hypocrisy that we see in the left, politics, Washington, D.C., and the media. Quick time out. Back here in just a minute. folks unfortunately that is all of the time all the time that we have today so but i think pay you know pay attention to what's happening as i I know you do but pay we need to pay close attention now the democrats are at this point in time where they are literally making decisions they're trying to pressure some of the so-called centrists which really don't exist people that are trying to get reelected in the future like joe manchin kirsten cinema to try to review i guess completely eliminate this filibuster that's something to keep uh, pay close attention to and i'm gonna we'll talk about that next week but i hope you have a great weekend thanks so much for listening sdg see you monday take care